enjoying the podcast? Support our podcast with a small monthly donation to support future episodes. Click the support this podcast link in our show notes. Now, we appreciate your support. It is essential to our success. Thank you so much for listening. Now, back to the show. Alicia is brewing tea live or tea over interiors. Get ready, y'all. What you stepping on? Wait, we not up to that yet. We didn't even start the podcast. Welcome to Tea Over Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. I'm Alicia. And welcome back to another episode of Tea Over Interior. Today's topic we are talking about. Alicia, what are we talking about today? Oh, girl, bye. <laughs> you call me out. Trusting your intuition when it comes to decorating your homes. Yes, we will be talking about that today. But before we get to that, Alicia, girl, I need to know what you're sipping on. So I am sipping on orange. Pickle, which is a lovely tea that I am just so blessed to have received this morning as a result of a gift from my cousin. She purchased them from a tea purveyor or a tea house in Oklahoma City. And it's called the Urban Tea House. And it's a very special blend. It really does taste like an orange sickle. I think it could be sweetened. I didn't sweeten it at all, but I do typically sweeten my teas. It is orange and it also has some um, notes of vanilla, hence the name Orange Thickle. It is 100% caffeine free and it's a rooibos tea. I just recently learned that rooibos translates into red bush. South African, is it not, Dee? Yeah, we've talked about rooibos tea before on our podcast. It was a while ago though. So yes, just to remind everyone. So what I'm sipping on today is sort of a crafted tea. I like that. It's crafted by yours truly, D. So it is a green tea. I have a juicer and I juiced my ginger the other day. I use it to mix into different smoothies or drinks or whatever. Since it's so concentrated, I only need like less than a teaspoon. Not even because it's too strong when you drink ginger too concentrated. So anyway, so what I did was I gave it a little splash into my green tea and I have ginger green tea. I also sweeten my tea today with a little bit of raw honey because I can't drink green tea without a sweetener in it. It's too bitter for you. Green tea is a little too bitter for me. So I always have to put either date syrup or a little bit of raw honey. So it's just a little pinch. Takes the edge off and makes it smooth. So that's what I'm sipping on today. I love how it smells. Ginger so strong. Yeah, I love the smell of ginger. Let's move on to today's topic. A little bit ago, we had Rachel Lorraine on from Bewitching the Home podcast. And she spoke a little bit to us about feng shui. And I think I told you I was trying to teach myself feng shui. And I learned this morning that there's all these different schools of feng shui. There's the flying stars. That's the one that Rachel specializes in. There's another one called BTB. I was reading about that one today. And one of the things that they said was in your health area, if you don't know about feng shui, you divide your home up into different categories. 
The areas are abundance, recognition, and reputation, relationships, new beginnings, health, completion, knowledge, path in life, and benefactors. You place this Bagua map at the door of your room. You figure out which areas is which, and they tell you what colors to put in that area in order to align that space. So I'm reading about the health area, and they were saying like in your living room, you can place a square rug that's made with yellow or an orange brown to represent earth that centers everything and it centers your health. So as I'm sitting there in my living room reading this portion of the book, I look down and I notice that my rug has yellow in it. I was like, ah, that's very interesting how I already have yellow in the area that's considered health. Something drew that to me when I first had the idea of what colors I was going to put in this living room. The other parts of my house, I use the colors that correspond with the feng shui map, mostly. So I was just like, I know nothing about feng shui. I've only started reading about it recently. I never really understood it before. And then this morning, I was just like, we should talk about how to make sure that you are listening to your intuition when you're getting ready to decorate a space. Was that long-winded? Well, it's okay, because that's how you get down. But let's talk about something that I... <laughs> shade, a little shade, a little shade. That's how you, you, you give up a lot to think about. How about that? <laughs> Am I shady? Hang, Alicia. People said they like our synergy. You over here being shady. Synergy, we're honest with each other. I love you. I love you to the moon and back. I have to shorten my answer. You don't have to shorten. You just have to give us the truth. So guess what? I get what you're saying. You definitely want to be in a place where you're not feeling like it's contrived, where you're kind of like forcing it or making it happen. And a lot of times people are not listening to themselves because they don't trust themselves, right? And I think we were discussing this before we started. A lot of times we're standing in our space, we're standing in our feelings and in our emotions and our circumstances are a reflection of our feelings. And I was saying to you that there are seasons. Sometimes this is a seasonal thing because I think I have that thing where the seasons affect me greatly. And so now I'm in a season where I want to be outside. I love being outside. This is a beautiful time of year to be outside. And so I'm not so much hibernating in the house. So I am responding to how I am feeling and my feelings are informing my choices and my decisions. And I think that happens with people in their decor. If you're gonna tap into your intuition, which is basically your gut feeling, what you believe is going on, that can be impacted by many variables, right? Things that are going on around you, experiences that you are having in your life. And I think at the end of the day, I wanna make sure that I bring up that there's no wrong. There's never a wrong. You're always exactly where you're supposed to be. And I think if we can let go of the attachment to it being right, it being perfect. I get this question a lot. Is it okay? Is this right? Is this wrong? Yes, you wanna trust yourself. It doesn't matter where you are. When we're talking about intuition, we want to not be so attached to it being right or wrong. Let's have some ease and grace with ourselves because there will be seasons where things are just not feeling awesome. Your home will reflect that. So what? Give yourself a break. There will be wonderful seasons where you will feel like your home is perfect. I think what I want to impart is that if you rely on your whateverness, wherever you are, embrace that, it really takes a huge burden to be perfect off of us.
when it comes to intentional living, your purpose should not be to always figure out what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. You don't have to spend every waking day judging yourself when you feel unease within your home. That's the time to just get quiet. That's the time to remind yourself that, oh, I'm not being present or I could do something a little bit better for myself. Find a quiet space in your home that you normally use for a meditation. If you don't have a space for meditation, I strongly recommend getting one. There are so many ways to meditate. You can stare at a candle flame, stare at your cable box light, chant, use mala beads. You can do so many things, but just sit and do nothing. You may have some inspiration to do something different. That's why it's important when you are developing a holistic sense of living or intentional way of living to listen to yourself, get quiet, and figure out what it is that you really want to do. I've had a lot of people say to me, well, you know, Dalit, that's all great that I can make my home beautiful, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't feel beautiful. I'm not a designer. I have no desire to decorate. What I usually say to those people is, as long as your house is clean, you can find what you need. You don't have to worry about it looking like a work of art. Even if you feel like it's not Pinterest worthy or Instagram worthy or whatever, it doesn't have to be. It's your space. I agree with you on that one. It is phenomenal advice. I pray that people will heed that because it definitely makes a difference to your psyche and to your energy. And sometimes you're not looking at those things, but I think once you see it, you become aware. It does plug away at you and it will subconsciously send you different messages. You'll start to feel uncomfortable within yourself. Outside your home, you'll constantly feel like something is not right. When it comes to having items that are broken, that you know that are broken, that need to be tossed or recycled or given to someone else who can fix it and utilize it or repairing something in your home. According to Angie Cho, she's a feng shui master. She says broken items may represent weakened energy. They can also be a guilty and constant reminder of something that you should do. A broken doorbell, for instance, could hinder your chances of getting a new job or meeting a new person. A stove in disrepair could represent a block in your wealth and nourishment. A burned out light bulb in your desk that needs to be replaced could prevent you from coming up with bright ideas for your career. Is it important to you to get it repaired or give it away to someone who can fix it? So that way, this stuck energy can help you move forward in life and not hold you back. I want to say something about that. This is not to introduce another thing to put on your list of things to do. It's not supposed to feel heavy. It's not a job, okay? I want to also add something that I think contributes to the level of comfort one has in their home. It's intuitive. When you look around your home and you see that there are dust balls. If you have animals and they're hairballs, if you see, in my case, under my radiator, it looks like it's a little dusty under there. What is it gonna take? Five minutes for you to just take a towel, a wipe, or whatever you use to clean up and just wipe up under there. That's like a simple thing. It is definitely going to make a difference in how you feel about your space. I have not had the luxury yet I've been thinking about it, and this morning is actually a time I thought about it. 
where I've had a housekeeper in this house. It may be time. It sounds like a huge luxury, but you probably spend that on lunch in two days. Some people spend it in a day. Ours is a little more expensive, maybe. By the time you buy a decent lunch or dinner, I spent more on dinner the other day than I would have spent on a housekeeper. Yeah. The good thing about having a housekeeper is you have to remember your time is worth something. When you learn to put a value on your time, you'll be glad to give up certain tasks because you could be doing other things that gives you wealth within yourself, makes you feel fulfilled instead of the time that you use to clean your house. It's a luxury that doesn't cost luxury money. And guess what? Somebody needs that job. You're blessing someone. You're creating an opportunity for someone. I really want to encourage that. That's my big offering today. I try to offer stuff in the present where I am so that you can see I'm human. You can see that I'm living the life just like you're living the life. I don't even like to claim guru status or expert status. I mean, yeah, I've been doing some stuff a really long time and I have a lot of experience, but I'm human. I'm just like you. We're dealing with the same exact life experiences, maybe not at the same time, but life is happening. And I just try to offer stuff that comes into my spirit that I'm feeling and dealing with at this time. That's something I wanted to share. You're a human being, not a human doing. Right. So you don't always have to do so much. So we're always talking about energy and how it affects you in your life and being intentional about things. The decisions you make, are they intentional or are they reactive on a certain level? That's also a component of living intentionally. Just because you've done something before and you're used to it, doesn't mean you have to keep doing it if it never satisfied you in the past. Sometimes we're on automatic pilot. When you drive your car, that is the best example of being on automatic pilot. A lot of times people can't even remember what happened on their way from the office to their front door. They just arrived home. <laughs> Unless they were sitting in traffic, they'll remember that part of their commute. But they don't remember anything else. Did you see a new tree on your way home? What did you see along your way? A lot of times people don't remember because their brains can be lazy. Unless we force ourselves to be present, we can miss out on so much that can add to our happiness. I think that's going to be helpful. People are going to really receive something from what we've given them today. Yeah, that's really what I wanted to talk about today when I said trusting your intuition because your higher self just wants to be let out and it's talking to you. The question is, are we listening? That's true. It's a constant thing that we have to be aware of if we want to make some changes. So guys, if you like this episode, do share it with a friend, follow and subscribe to our newsletter for more. Alicia and I have just relaunched this podcast a few weeks ago and we're super excited for the future of this podcast and we want you to be a part of it. Make sure you check out our website at www.toverinteriors.com for more information for our monthly announcements for our virtual tea parties. We want you to be a part of that. Thank you so much for listening. We really love and appreciate you. Yes, we do. And we can't wait to see you next week. Alicia, any final words? I love what you just said, and we look forward to seeing and hearing from all of you soon.
You burned your mouth? Okay, Alicia did not drink her tea at the proper temperature. <laughs> Don't be like that at home, folks. Let your tea cool a little bit before you drink it. I'm not really feeling you right now. The light on it. I'm rolling in to like not <laughs> just feeling, not feeling. Very fresh, everybody. Just be very well aware of the stats that comes from this New Yorker. She got all kind of attitudes, okay? On every level, but there you have it. Like the, yep, I woke up like that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna edit all of this out. Enjoying the podcast? Support our podcast with a small monthly donation to support future episodes. Click the support this podcast link in our show notes now. We appreciate your support. It is essential to our success. Thank you so much for listening. Now, back to the show. 